Hi, everyone, and welcome to the GoTech Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I am Matt. And I forgot to mention it last week, but we are now on season three of the GoTech podcast. We haven't been canceled. It helps when no one is paying for you to do it. So <laughs> there's no one really to cancel you. But yeah, our internet service providers haven't kicked us off the internet yet. <laughs> yes, we have not self-canceled yet. The other day, Catherine was like, have you really done that show every single week? And I was like, yeah, pretty much. And, and we took one week off the summer yeah. and that was it. Yeah. And she was like, but why? <laughs> I said, I don't know. <laughs> Stop hating on our hobbies, Catherine. And she text me listen. the next time you need air. You need airline advice. She she doesn't listen. So <laughs> apparently, apparently not. Not to airline advice from Matt either, apparently. Well, she sent it through her husband. Anyway, well, we're not here to talk about airline advice from Matt or otherwise, because it's probably a bus that Louisiana Tech is taking to take on Mississippi State this Saturday uh, in the first game of the 2021 season. Oh, well, yeah. Football's well, back. And then this Saturday at 12 at 11 o'clock at night, Evan. Yeah, football's back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to get killed. Anyway, Miss, Mississippi State is the opponent this weekend. Yes, the game is Saturday at 3 p.m. Central. This game is airing on ESPNU, which comes on at least Ugh. most cable packages. Maybe not evidenced my, by that reaction. I don't, think, I don't think my parents have that, so I'm going to have to figure out what to do since their cable login won't work. Get that two-day free trial to YouTube TV. Hell yeah. Or just pray really hard. That also works. Which might uh, help with the game this weekend because I yeah. think that the Bulldogs are going to have a hard time. But which yeah, Historically speaking... Uh, a lot of prayer has been needed when playing Mississippi yes. State. The 14 times these two Bulldog programs have faced off against each other. Tech is 3-11 and 11 against the team from Starkville. Did have yeah. a two-game win streak in there, though. So, I mean, that was kind of nice for a bit. Yeah, this could be the start of a 20-game win streak. Let's go. Yeah, hopefully at least it reverses fortunes because the last three <laughs> times and the only three times they've played under the Skip Holtz era – have not gone so well for Louisiana Tech. Each one's somehow worse than the previous. But yeah, I mean, the last time that we beat Mississippi State was right before I got to Tech. So the 2008 season, our guy, uh, La Tech Report, tweeted out a, a highlight video of it today. And it it looked it looked pretty nasty. So <laughs> the, the Bulldogs were uh, firing on all cylinders that day in terms of uh, defense. But I mean, hopefully we can get a performance like that again. But yeah. Since I've been a fan, uh, not such good luck. Except that one time when we were up 14-0 to and Dak Prescott decided to actually play harder. Yeah. yeah. And also the, the time that we lost in overtime in 2011. That one ah, was... yes. Let's yeah. uh Nick Isham. More. Nick Isham. Christian pop musician Nick Isham. <laughs> was the quarterback yeah. for Louisiana Tech for context in that game. Because yeah, this is before my time. So I've yes. kind of picked up on these things. Yeah, he's a by doing this. He was terrible, uh, musically and football wise. So what? Uh, what? Uh, I don't. I don't really know anything about Mississippi State. So what's the scoop? Yeah. So last year, COVID year, the SEC decided to only play themselves until the bowl games. So Mississippi State played a very tough schedule and finished four and seven. They started the year off pretty well by beating LSU. You know, the defending national champion at the time. And then uh, won the bowl game, and not very many in between. They went four and seven on the year in total. 
Um, but really what this team is and why it's different than any other Mississippi State team we've played in the past is because their head coach is now Mike Leach. Hey, the guy who's obsessed with pirates. Obsessed with pirates and passing. Last yes. year, if you just look at the offensive plays and measure if they're a run or a pass, 73% of the time they snapped the ball, it was a pass play. Wow. That sounds like Mike Leach. Air raid offense. Yeah. So Tech is 51%, which is higher than average. But Interesting. Mississippi State's in a whole different league when it comes to how yeah. often they pass. They don't even recruit running backs. <laughs> yeah. So quarterback sounds like a pretty big position on that team. Uh, Evan, how, what does their quarterback situation look like? Yeah, so they got Jack Abraham, which I think we mentioned a couple episodes episodes ago. He transferred in from Southern Miss, uh, but I, I don't think that went very well for Jack Abraham. Um, he got <laughs> a concussion. He got a concussion early in fall camp and ended up missing most of fall camp. So it looks like they're going to go with Will Rogers. Roy Rogers' son. Yes, indeed. Um, he took not over. Mr. Rogers' son. No, Roy no. Rogers, which is a Roy chain Rogers. of uh, diners. Roy Rogers and Mr. Rogers' son. They, they co-parented. Anyway. Um, <laughs> went a lot further than I intended. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so Will Rogers is going to take over um, as the quarterback for Mississippi State. He actually started about halfway through last season when K.J. Costello uh, was dealing with some nagging injuries. And he came in and he was okay. I mean, he he threw for 2,000 yards almost, uh, 11 touchdowns and seven picks through nine games. But he got a lot better as the season went on. Um, four of those seven interceptions came in his first three games, which he actually came in in relief for Costello in those games. So um, by the time he started the final six games, he only had three more picks um, throughout the, the season. So... Um, but you know, Mike Leach's offense, like you said, Matt is the air raid and that means they pass a lot to the perimeter. They, you know, they, they do a lot of bubble screens, kind of reminiscent of the Sonny Dykes era at tech, um, particularly 2012. Um, but just to give you an, an idea of the effect Mike Leach is having on Mississippi state, Will Rogers only started six games and he's already in the record books in Mississippi state history here. He, he threw for 1,976 yards, which ranks ninth all time for Mississippi State passers. Crazy. Which is uh, pretty <laughs> crazy. And I, I wanted you guys to have a chance to guess what the number 10 all time yardage in a season is. 1,400. Oh, ninth at Louisiana Tech? 1,469. Nathan, you got a guess? Uh, what Matt said, but plus one. Oh, okay. Well, no, you're both way off. It is 3,360 yards is the number 10 all time in tech, which would be, I believe, number one in Mississippi State history. What probably. is number one for La Tech? Is it Higgins's season? Or no, it was a Tim Rattay. 1998 Tim Rattay, 4,943 yards. God, he couldn't just close out that last 57. Yeah. So Jason Martin, 1996, threw for 3,360. Uh, which is number 10 in tech history. And 1976 was good for ninth all time in Mississippi state history. Um, wow. Another bit of trivia for you. He, he threw 239 completions, which is third all time in Mississippi state history behind Dak Prescott's 316 and 244. Um, and then my, my version of this is where would Dak Prescott's best Mississippi state season 
316 completions rank on Tech's all-time list. Fourth. Seventh. It's actually fifth, so Matt, you were closest. He would be right behind Ryan Higgins, 2016, and Luke McCown's 2001. So he would be sandwiched between those guys. Well, good for him. Yeah. So basically, they're going to pass the ball a lot because this guy only played half the season and he's already in their record books. That was a really long segment for me to tell you that. <laughs> yes. Well, so I mean, what, what I'm hearing too is historically, Tech is the better football program because we have yes. these guys that have better numbers. Of course. Except not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to logic. logic and reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so is uh, that Mike Leach's first season, the team goes four and seven. He's now had a whole season, off season, preseason, whatever, to get the team the way he wants it or get get it retooled. At a, because I feel like that's a trend we're seeing in the SEC where a lot of teams are becoming more pass heavy, especially since that explosive LSU team a couple of years ago. So I'm scared. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is scary to to play a team like that that focuses on the pass, especially when we didn't have the best secondary last season. Um, with that being said, though, that air raid offense didn't exactly work out for them last season. They ranked 104th in total offense um, with 4.92 yards per play. So yeah. it's not like they came out and lit the SEC on fire. It looked like they did when they beat LSU and put up records in that game. But then everybody kind of figured it out. So huh. but that with also tech doesn't have the defensive depth and talent that most sec t- programs do so we'll see if dropping eight in coverage works for us <laughs> with that being said is mississippi state's defense worth a crap uh, well they were better than what you would kind of think for a team that finished four and seven uh really the biggest issue and something to bring up before we move too far off of the offense is that that offense turned the ball over a lot for mississippi state they averaged 2.4 turnovers per, per game which was fifth most in the country in 2020. So when your defense is forced to defend a short field, you end up giving up more points, and that kind of makes the defense look a little bit worse than they really were. Uh, Kind of going section by section through this, the defensive line was very boomer bust for Mississippi State a year ago. Uh, They had seven sacks when they opened the season at LSU, and when they finished it off in the bowl game in the Armed Forces Bowl against Tulsa, they had five. So 13 sacks in two games. But outside of those two games, they only averaged 1.4 sacks per game, huh. which is not ideal if you're Mississippi State. So those guys uh, suck. Well, they were good twice. So it <laughs> really depends on whether or not they show up when we So they'll tech. have 13 sacks against Tech. Got it. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> the math there, I think. Yes. Uh, also like Tech, though, the linebacking core for Mississippi State was kind of their strength in 2020. And they return most of that. They also return a few key defensive backs. Um, I'm picking one of them to be my player to watch. I'm not going to say his name quite yet. Uh, But, I mean, their defense is good. It's just the offense kept shooting it in the foot. And that kind of crippled what they were able to do and what they were able to defend. Sounds familiar. Uh, I can only see Mississippi State getting better, not worse. Yeah, that seems to be the... uh... The prevailing thought about them in the national media is that this is going to be a big step forward for them this season. I mean, first of all, they're not playing 10 SEC games or whatever they had to play last year. You know, Tech's got a new team, so there's not a lot of like film out there on us. They don't really know what we're going to do defensively scheme wise. So 
it'll be interesting to see like how long it takes these two teams to kind of feel each other out. Like, you know, in the past we've seen tech score a couple quick touchdowns or, you know, score 10 points real fast against Mississippi state. But, you know, then ultimately in the end, (laughs) the maroon bulldogs, uh, depth and, you know, game planning wins out, but like, I'm very interested to see this, how this game starts out for sure. Yeah. So again, before we move to those predictions, since we talked a bit about the offense and defense for Mississippi state, I think it's a good idea to kind of give a player to watch and we can see how much we know about a team that has yet to play a game this season and and (laughs) what they really do. Uh, But Evan, who's your player to watch on the, on this Mississippi state team? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to take the offense this time and give it to Jaden Wally. Um, he's a second year player who's getting a lot of attention and preseason accolades um, and for a really good reason, because last year he was the only freshman in America with at least 50 catches and 700 yards receiving. That's uh, not bad. Yeah. He also set uh, speaking of Mississippi state passing game records. He set uh, the freshman record f- uh, with both of those numbers um, and also earned all SEC freshmen and second team freshman all American from the athletic. So in Mike Leach's, you know, air raid, pass, 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 pass offense, look for this guy to be the number one uh, receiver and look for him to, uh, you know, step in and and get a lot of looks from Will Rogers. Um, Tech's new secondary will have their work cut out for him for sure, covering this guy, among others. Because I think, Nathan, you you had put in the notes that they returned three of their four top receivers too, right? Yes, they lost a few after that down to the transfer portal. They had quite a few transfer out, but they do return three of their top four. So the weapons are there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's scary on a on a Mike Leach team to have that many weapons coming back for year two, you know, and they brought a couple in, too. They have some transfers coming in that are receivers as well. Uh, But my player to watch is going to be on the defense because we know they're going to pass the ball. We know Jaden Wally's going to 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 catch passes. I'm just because they will keep throwing it to him until he doesn't. But one of my things I'm looking for is how well Tech's offense performs and all the pieces coming together for that. And so who I'm especially afraid of is the cornerback on defense, Emmanuel Forbes. Mm. Last year, Forbes was a a blog specializing in financial advice. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, No, Emmanuel Forbes, in fact, was a cornerback. He was a true freshman last year in 2020. Played 10 games, had five interceptions. Oh, wow. That's the second most um, in college football last year. Only beat out by a guy by the name of Brandon Joseph from Northwestern in Illinois. And that's as a freshman. Like, that's what concerns me about this. This isn't a guy who, a sixth-year senior kind of guy who should just be in the NFL. Like, he, he could absolutely be better this year than he was last year. And that's concerning. Oh, and by the way, of those five interceptions... Three were returned for touchdowns. Oh, God. Three pick sixes on five picks. Wow. I am terrified of Emmanuel Forbes. He had more touchdowns than my wide receiver did. He only scored two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's crazy. Uh, Also, 45 tackles on the year, six passes defensed. Uh, Yeah. Again, we're talking about players to watch. Uh, I hope I don't hear his name called very often because I hope we just throw to the other side of the field from wherever he lines up. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt, I know we didn't really give you time to prepare a player to watch. Is there anyone that you're really thinking about on this team? Jack Abraham. <laughs> watch him because, on the bench. Concussion and all. Because Tech will probably end up getting 
blown out pretty quickly. So probably be losing by 40 plus points in the fourth quarter. And after the fourth string kicker gets done with his run at QB, I figure Jack Abraham will get in the game and uh, he will see someone wearing the number 21 exclaim out loud on the field cam. Oh God. And throw the ball directly (laughs) to him. And we will return it for a pick six final score, 52 to seven Mississippi state. Wow. Number 21 on our roster. It could be our new running back Keon Henry Brooks. Don't think it's him. (laughs) We do have also a defensive back who wears 21 Dallas Taylor Cortez. We apparently like giving hyphenated last names, the 21 Jersey. So Jack Abraham, it is. I, so Jack Abraham. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, let's just let's just uh, hope that he gets in. The, I mean, gets in the game inexplicably. He screams out, "Oh God!" when he sees twenty-one and throws it directly <laughs> to them, and then transfers back to La Tech for the for the remaining fourth quarter, only to be our fourth-string quarterback. <laughs> Maybe it was all a deception the whole time, where he transferred to Southern Miss, knowing that he blow that one game, even though he beat us twice. And then he goes to Mississippi State to let us come back from down behind by throwing pick sixes over and over again. Southern Miss does not mention that he started at Louisiana Tech on their bio of him. That's well, he never played it. He never started at Tech. I don't think he ever played. No, I don't think so. But still, I mean, like Tech lists the schools that he went to previously. He's collecting universities like Pokemon cards. Eventually, you just got to stop listing all of them in the bios. That's fair. Anyway, enough delaying the inevitable. Let's go to what the predictions say. This game will be just like Thanos, apparently. I will snap my fingers and Skip will say, I don't feel so good, Matt. (laughs) I don't really feel so good looking at these numbers here. Massey gives Tech a 12% chance to win this game. (laughs) 35 to 14 Mississippi State victory predicted. ESPN FPI is even less favorable. A 7% chance to win. Oh, so you're saying there's a chance. There is a chance. You could say that every week. Uh, Vegas doesn't give <laughs> chances just to defeat your joke. But Tech is 23.5 point underdogs. There's a 52.5 point spread. So effectively, it's about a 38 to 14 Mississippi State prediction by time bet, Vegas. Time to bet the house on the Tech Bulldogs. Yeah, let's go to our predictions. Matt, is that what exactly what you're going to do? No, I will. I am not going to do that. <laughs> then what are you going to bet on if you were to bet on something? Well, everybody's always talking at me, trying to get in my head. Uh, these are the lyrics to the song Bet On It from High School Musical 2 that I'm reciting. Um, <coughs> <laughs> it was so cringy, he coughed. Well, I know for sure the Bulldogs are going to win. Hey. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I mean, Mississippi State's going to win. How much? I don't know. But it'll probably be significant. Uh, if I had to put a final score on it, uh, most of the starters should be out for Mississippi State by the fourth quarter. I'm going to say 52 to 17. Is this a scenario where you think Tech jumps on top like in 2015 and then no. Mississippi State comes back and no. just dismantles think, them? Or No, I Austin Kendall hasn't really had enough time to get situated. He's probably going to be balls awful and get yanked at some point to put in whoever's behind him on the depth chart. Aaron uh, Allen? Uh, is that who's behind him, or is it... Uh, J.D. Head, maybe. Or J.D. I think Mil- it'll probably... I don't think they've released the depth chart yet, but it'll probably say J.D. Or, Head or Aaron or, Allen. Yeah. I vote uh, for or. Or a device used for canoeing. Uh, let's see. Austin Kendall will probably be very bad. Uh, huh. 
Yeah, I, I could I could see it just getting out of hand quite quickly. I'm not saying that he's going to go out there and throw four pick sixes in a row, but it'll probably be a two or three interception day for him, maybe a fumble, just because I don't think he's had enough time to get settled. Also, not totally convinced that he's really good. I kind of think he's overrated, but it'll be a blowout. LaTeX going to lose. Evan, what do you think? I mean, Matt's probably right. <laughs> but Words rarely spoken. Look, I think that my key this week is just I'm excited to see this team finally see what product we're going to put on the field you know what it looks like with all these new running backs and offensive linemen and I don't know I mean can I see a scenario where tech keeps it interesting and and at least covers that spread yeah absolutely I think we're better than Vegas thinks we are Vegas gave us a you know a four four win probability or whatever so Take the over on that if you're a betting person, because come on. But uh, we just can't beat Mississippi State lately, man. Like we can't, we just can't do it. And year two under Mike Leach, they're going to be better than they were last year. And I don't know. I want to be optimistic, but I'm I'm more optimistic than Matt. I don't think it's going to be 52 to 17. I think it'll be a little bit lower scoring, maybe, maybe like 38 to 24 or something like that. So I'll say tech covers, I guess, but. I'm not, I don't bet on stuff, so don't take me seriously in that, I guess. But uh, I, I'm really just, you know, I'm excited for the journey, right? I want to see this team play. That's what I'm here for this week. I'm not counting on a huge upset win or anything. I hope you know. Mike, Mike Leach comes out at the end of the game with the Rose and says, I'm sorry, our journey is over. <laughs> if you did not receive a Rose. yeah. I, okay, if Tech... If Louisiana Tech wins this football game, I will take a personal day from work, drive nonstop to Evan's workplace or home in Arlington, dressed as Captain Jack Sparrow in character, and will uh, recite uh, lines from Pirates of the Caribbean that are only Louisiana Tech football related. Mike Leach does love Pirates, so if he's listening, you may be tempting him to throw the game. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, oh, God. But yeah, I'll, I'll say 38 to 24. That's my prediction. That is uh, that's a lot more generous than I was going to be. Nathan, what do you think? Well, before we get into think, here's what I hope. You see, DC recently got sports betting. So I put down a $10 bet on Tech winning the college football national championship. Okay. Oh, my and God. This man's going to be filthy fucking rich. If they win, I win $50,000. Okay. What and would the you only do with $50,000? Uh, bet Tech to win the national championship the next year. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Okay. So. Let it ride. Yeah. yeah. So the only way that Tech can win a national championship is if they go undefeated okay. and get some help. So if that's going to happen, they have to beat Mississippi State because oh, this is my retirement plan now. So I really hope it works out. But seriously, I mean, I think this isn't as big of a blowout as people are making it out to be. And I've been very wrong before when I've gone into very optimistic mode, but these are two teams that brought in a lot of transfers on both sides of the ball for both of them. This is a Mississippi state team that their one thing is passing the ball. And last year they just weren't very good at passing the ball. Not enough to justify doing it. 73% of the time they snapped it. I, I don't think Mississippi state's a bad team. I just think they like tech have to find time to work out the kinks and give them a few weeks, and they'll be a possible SEC contender. I just don't think they're that week one. Uh, Tech also has that same problem, but I think this is a close game, at least late. 
and it all comes down to a field goal that Tech will miss, and Mississippi State will win 38-35. to 35. Okay. That's... Oh, wow. Can we make it 38-37? to 38-36, final offer. <laughs> oh, man, you guys are... So, yeah, I don't think we've ever gone over 3 for predicting Tech to win a game on this podcast, even here in Season 3. Did any yeah. of us pick us to beat LSU or had the podcast? I not probably started? did. I'm sure I did. That's yeah, something that, I would do. Yes, yeah, it does. <laughs> that d- definitely sounds like something you would do. Yeah, so let's go to Tweet of the Week before we wrap it up. This week's Tweet of the Week comes to you from at, at the Roost or the Roost on Twitter, who got an interesting letter, email, I guess, from probably Conference email? USA. Probably email. It looks like a letter, but I mean, it's probably sent via email. Uh, It's from Conference USA. It's a decently long enough letter, so not going to read the entire thing. Uh, But one (laughs) of the things it does say is the conference, with the support of the presidents and athletic athletics administrators at all 12 institutions, has developed an extensive sportsman blah, blah, blah. (laughs) There are not 12 institutions in Conference USA. There are 14. (laughs) (laughs) This basically felt like their response to, like, all the stuff going on with the Pac-12 ACC Alliance nonsense. And it's just like, please, please like our sport, please. And, then, and it says July 27th, 2021. This went out on August 26th. And it says 12 member institutions instead of 14. It's just a oh, really top-notch organization we're a part of here, guys. I mean... Here's the thing. Okay, so 12 institutions, so two are cut. We're assuming it's Charlotte and ODU. But maybe UAB never actually came back. Existed. Whoa. Whoa. Maybe they oh, were kicked shit. out and just we never and they never like filed the paperwork or whatever. So there's no UAB. UAB's been inside of us all along. It doesn't actually exist. <laughs> my other conspiracy theory is that FAU and FIU are actually the same school. Just no one's ever bothered ah, to check. Okay. So that would be 12. Oh, man. Yeah. This letter is to ask for your assistance. Please help spread the word that Conference USA are known for great teams. <laughs> basically like, please retweet. <laughs> please clap. <laughs> please clap. Anyway, that about wraps it up for this episode of the Go Tech Please on Die podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at G-O-T-E-C-H-P-L-S-D-N-T-D-I-E. Or head to our website where we have some new blog posts up, but also a new game, I guess, to be yeah. played throughout the season. Yeah, so before I talk about that, I'll say that the regular GTPDD contest is still on. It'll drop on Wednesday. I don't know when this episode comes out, but if it's already past Wednesday, just go to gtpdd.dog slash contest to get your answers in for that. But as Nathan mentioned, we're also doing a what I'm calling the Mega Pick'em. And basically, you pick every uh, pick every CUSA game each week, but then you get to bet up to five points that you're right about one game. Um, so you choose the game right now, anyway. You choose the game that you want to bet on, and you, then you put your money where your mouth is and bet up to five points that you could lose if you're wrong. So um, as of now, we got about 50 players, most of whom are tech fans, but we've got some other fans in there too. So tell your friends and. Uh, you know, come play. That's at gtpdd.dog slash pick'em. Yeah, and then at gdp... Made me mess up, too. Then at gdpdd.dog slash shop. 
The new shirt of the month will be up by the time this comes out. A shirt that is influenced by the old tech football uniforms back in the early 1910s when they were Louisiana Institute, the Louisiana Industrial Institute. Uh, it's an LII design. I, I think it looks kind of cool and uh, is too old to be trademarked. So come at us, lawyers. Please don't. Yeah, please don't. Please, I, please don't come at I us. We're, on, probably, my retirement, we're probably my, wrong. <laughs> my retirement plan is that $10 bet on tech winning the national championship. So uh, hopefully I don't need to immediately give that over to legal fees. Anyway, again, the shop with also the normal GTPDD shirts and other merch. That's gtpdd.dog slash shop. And I think that's it. Until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. And go tech. Please don't die. Who's that other guy who was quarterback for us, but someone on LaTeX BBV said that he spent the whole summer eating at buffets? Terry Bradshaw? Price Wilson. <laughs> Price Wilson. Is that his name? Oh, yeah. The Price is Right. I forgot yeah. about that guy. Someone said The Price is Rice because all he did was eat all summer. <laughs> That's rude. He <laughs> plays for the Bryant University Not Bulldogs. Not anymore, he doesn't. Apparently. Surely he doesn't anymore. He played for them in 2018. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure his his football career is over. He's probably a used car salesman in Georgia where he's from. Fuck See, you, I found his Twitter. Person. His location is somewhere getting better. Is what his location is marked out on it must Twitter. Be a, a perpetual. Yeah, why are we being so mean to this guy? Because the price was wrong, bitch. <laughs>